standby passengers, see me at the podium of your city center. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Monique, Laura, and Tyler are three friends that work for a major airline as gate agent, flight attendant, and ramp worker. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel or things to do. Enjoy. All right, welcome to Non-Rev Lounge. We're excited to be back. This week, I'm here with, uh, with Laura. We don't have Monique with us. No She's more. over in California, but uh, it's good to be back. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> I'd like to introduce you to today's guest. Her name is Carolyn. She's a flight attendant based here in Phoenix. She's been here quite a while. She's not senior to me, but <laughs> she's got a lot of great stories, and she's looking forward to telling you some of them. Do you remind her of that every time? I do. You're not senior to me. <laughs> no, I don't have to, because she says, hey, you're senior to me. You bid this. <laughs> I think we'll talk about our upcoming trip to Chicago. So we're recording now. It's Sunday, but this will come out this week. So we're a week away from our big meetup next week. So a week from now, we'll be in Chicago. I'm so excited. I can't wait. So hopefully everyone is excited Yeah, to join us. A lot of people reached out and kind of said, it depends on things, how flights look. And we get that, because... Things have been so crazy. Weather storm hits and stuff. I was looking the other day, and flights still look really good for a lot of people coming from from New York, from Miami, from Dallas, from Austin. From Com- comedian us for lunch yeah, so, at Lou Malnati's. So hopefully everyone is looking to do that from wherever you're coming from, if you're in Chicago or if you're coming from wherever in the country to come do lunch with us and meet us and talk about our travels and aviation, the podcast, and it's going to be fun. A bunch of av geeks all together. That'll be fun. Yeah, I'm be- looking forward to it. Should be a good time. So we've been looking forward to this a long time, and it'll be good. Get to meet people. I know that we've done stuff. This will be your first time. Meeting. This will be my first time. You went to Dorkfest, which wasn't really a, it was I, just kind of you came over. I love Dorkfest. But but uh, we, you didn't make it to New York because you got a yeah. trip or something. But uh, it, it's fun to meet people that listen. So um, come and meet us. Come and join us. And it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. And don't forget, it's Sunday, March 6th at 11 o'clock at yeah. Lou Malnati's, the one on the loop. And we, all we ask is if you're going to come message us that morning so we know you're on the flight and you, so we can make sure we can kind of save a seat for you because we're not sure how many people we're going to have. We're looking forward to it. Yeah, should be fun. Nicole said, it's a good time at, night, at 11 o'clock on Sunday because that's more of a brunch time. So you're not going to get that crowd. So hopefully we can get there before yeah, it gets yeah, and save tables for everyone. So it'll be fun. Come join us. Yeah, so we haven't recorded for a few weeks going on what's new. With- it's kind of fun that we're all back together. Well, we're not all back together because we do miss Mo. Yeah. But the big news in Phoenix is that our flight from Phoenix to London is coming back. It is. Mm-hmm. Carolyn? April 3rd. Yeah. You, you did those. I did. Lots of fun. Those are a lot of fun. She's like me. She, as soon as we get to London, we hit the ground running. You said she was a, what's it called? Just goes in a room and doesn't do anything. A slam clicker? <laughs> yeah, <a> slam clicker. <laughs> that is definitely not me. No. <laughs> Hence that she's our guest. Yeah. <laughs> you got a guy's number this week? On the flight. The guy gave you his number. Oh, the guy. <laughs> Brandon. Oh, yeah, Brandon. Okay. okay, so he got on board and he was wearing a gator. And I'm like, okay, I'm so sorry. You can't wear a gator. And he goes... Okay, so then he just takes the gator off. I'm like, okay, but you have to wear this mask. <laughs> I go, you have to wear a mask. And he goes, but then I'll hide my, 
my beautiful face. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's a beautiful face, but we got to put the mask on it. So every time I walked by, his mask was down. So every time I, I'm like, hey, you know, do me a favor, just keep your mask on. And so at the end of the flight, I'm doing trash and I'm walking through and he hands me what I think is just a napkin. And he goes, wait, as I started throwing it in there, and he goes, wait, that's a note from me to you. So I go in the back and I open it up and it has his name and his phone number on it. And he says, call me. And then, and then he goes, will you call me? And then say, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> like, oh my gosh this young kid did he really say that let's go brandon yeah well i yeah. would have called him for sure 100 <laughs> percent. it was kind of funny that's funny yeah i'm so then there was a cute young deadheading flight attendant so i had to show it to her i go look i'm still getting these <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations thank you <laughs> That's what, this week's been kind of weird watching this stuff over in Ukraine. Oh, yeah. For me, and I've been busy just with work and stuff, but this may be more for the aviation people than our travel people, but um, I found out today that there's a, a, the plane that, an Antonov, you know, the big Russian planes. Didn't you get some photos of that? There's been ones to Phoenix. I've been, I've got to go inside you and tour inside, it. uh-huh. There's a couple, of, and it's, it's really cool, really old, but they have one that's even bigger than that one. It's got six engines. It's it's enormous. Wow! And it was destroyed. Russia destroyed it. It was like wasn't that the flagship one too? It was like- that's so why I'm not sure what the how when they use it and stuff, but it's it's enormous. And I that was like my bucket list to go see that. So oh no! But uh, I even went almost went to Anchorage two summers ago, like during COVID, just to see that plane. I was going to go up there just because they they were flying it a bunch to the states with all the PPE stuff that were bringing in, but. Uh, that's it's really been sad. weird watching that stuff over in Europe. And- it's really kind of sad. I flew on my last flight with a girl uh, from Switzerland. And she, had, she was definitely, all her family was still in Switzerland. She was telling me everything that was going on there. Over there, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's been crazy. And like Brittany that flew back to work and yes. she's had a weird week. And maybe she'll tell us sometime, but her luggage was lost for a whole week. <laughs> so Was it in Ukraine? No, it, it, it was just in, in London, like, but they had those winds, the storms too, right? Okay. That's when yeah, there was that's landing. That's why it got lost. Yeah, and they w- couldn't get people's luggage back, and then she had to go buy stuff at a store to go work our flights. She had to go to Primark. So that's been kind of a crazy week. Damn, poor thing. So you had a test ride. Oh, I got, yes, I check did. Ride. I got check, check ride. That's what's a check ride. They're back. Oh. They're oh. back. And it was a LA um, supervisor check hmm. riding us. Interesting. So, and, well, I did have a... Um, Miami supervisor check right us. So it's not just our yeah. own city. Mm-hmm. Well, you had the Miami one. Mm-hmm. Were you wearing your vest? <laughs> Did you wear your shirt under your vest? Because in Miami, the flight attendants. A, <laughs> I was wearing a vest with no bra. That's what that's what they do in Miami. They wear the Just vest kidding. without a shirt on underneath it. They, they do. I know. I've seen it. It's kind of sexy. Well, I told you. I said, that sounds like the perfect job for me. Remember I texted you? <laughs> I said, you get to fly around and you get to criticize flight attendants. Sounds like a perfect thing for me. (laughs) Being the the supervisor. Well, I was flying with this uh, crew and we all got a personal text message from the supervisor saying that he was going to be on the flight and he was going to be check writing us. And the one girl was so pissed because it was her personal phone. Oh, and they emailed or texted her on it. She was Charlotte based. Uh, She was... Three of us were Phoenix and she was Charlotte. So she was like, I can't believe he sent it to my personal phone. Oh, 
Yeah. I'd rather know though. Okay. So when yeah, we showed I, up in the morning, me too. Yeah. everybody was talking about it and I'm like, well, I didn't get a, an email. They go, yeah, she, he sent out an email this morning. So I checked my email and it wasn't there. And I'm like, well, that's, you know, I mean, it didn't matter. But then later on, we looked at the email and sure enough, he sent it to my husband instead of me because my husband's also flight tenant. The same last name though, right? The so same that's last why, name. Okay. So he accidentally sent it to Dave and not to me. So. And Dave didn't tell you, warn you? No, he did not. He's like, oh, he was I'm not checking him. his email. Oh. <laughs> so you could have filed a grievance, right? Because you said your contract said. Yeah, our contract states that we have to know when we get. Before. Before we get check written. But you passed though? I did pass. Good. Yes. And he was very nice and he bought us all uh, Jamba Juices. Nice. And little kind bars. Very he, nice. He said we were very kind, so he bought us kind bars. <laughs> so, well, good. Yeah, that was fun. I've got one question, then we can get into yours. Okay. This is for all of us. So, I want to know so, how was the airline industry or the travel? How is it better now than when you first started? And in which ways is it? Do you wish you could go back to maybe when you first started working for the airline or the industry? So, in what ways is it better? In which ways is it worse? So, you wish it would. I can go first. If, yeah, you go first. Well, you got time to think about it since yeah. I didn't tell you guys. So the ways that I think it's better now, and I, this is personally, but because our airlines have all merged and now we're bigger, we can fly to a lot more places. We fly to a lot more of the world. So that's a nice thing for me. And a lot more connections are open now. Before when it was the last airline, we were just kind of like the only airline in the West Coast for us, uh, the hub. But now there's hubs everywhere and you can connect. And so that feels like that's a better thing. And for the worst, I I talked about this a few weeks ago. We used to get those. Maybe you guys didn't, but because you guys can just jump seat. But we used to get those passes. We could fly on other airlines for free. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and yeah. we would get those every month. And so I flew Southwest almost as much as our airline because I could just go hop on them for free once a month. So I wish we still had those. But how, how much is it for you to like fly to San Francisco on Southwest? It's only like thirty dollars. But when I but when, when you, I take my family, that yeah. adds up. Yeah. So when you tally that up. And this seems like lately I've been doing a lot of Z fares more than I wish I did. So, so I miss fun. the buddy passes where it was like twenty five dollars from Phoenix to matter. New York. Okay, yeah, so it doesn't matter. What, yeah, it doesn't matter the length. See, so right now when you do a buddy pass, they're charged point to point. So when my cousin was trying to get to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, she ended up flying from Phoenix to Palm Springs, Palm Springs to Chicago, Chicago to Philly, and then Philly to harrisburg that's terrible yeah yeah and anyway she got charged point to point every single yeah, yeah. she said you know what for 25 dollars more i could have bought a ticket yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that part's bad yeah no I, I agree yeah so the old buddy passes that 25 dollars one way was perfect uh, one good thing is with all the technology you can see where you are on the list yes you know with from your phone yeah that's I, pretty that's pretty cool you don't have to run down to the break room and check Check it out and see where you are. That's uh, definitely with some sort of with uh, the new technology. You can see all the different flights and options and ways to get around. So, yeah. What else do you think, Carolyn? It's good well, think, compared. Well, I like the old days because it was so much fun. And? We had so much fun and we were skinny. Well, Laura's skinny, but we were skinny. <laughs> well, and, and we went by seniority. Yes. We you were even on rev by seniority. Yes. I, I miss that so badly. Yeah. yeah. That that was a good thing, except for when you go and there's like 1968 and you're <laughs> you're 86. So yeah. 1968 with their walker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. I there thought you go. I thought it would be interesting to see. That's what, a good what, question. Yeah. It's a very good question. What ways things have been better or not? So 
We had a lot of fun back. I mean, it was just like, we were just, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot more fun. It was a lot of fun. We weren't worried about getting fired all the time. I don't know. Everybody just knew everybody and it was just great. Okay. I have a really good story Okay, about something that happened to me that they, the pilot would be fired today. Okay. So it was right in the beginning. It was the first month I was hired and we were flying from Phoenix to Durango and first time I've ever been to Durango and we had just opened that city and the pilot it was first time for the pilot too. And as we were flying up there, he was using, this is back in the old days. So he's using the, the maps Jepson maps. Am I saying that right? Yeah, am I saying that right, Jepson? Jepson, yeah. Yeah, the Jepson maps. So he was looking at it, and so he started to land. Now, realize our airline was like six months old. So he had been a captain for maybe a month. And so the first officer says to him, I don't think you're you're in the right place. And he goes, no, no, this is it. And he starts to land in Durango. was not at the airport. It was at an airstrip, a private airstrip. And as, (laughs) as we're coming in... A Boeing 737 coming in on this little airstrip. The first officer told me later that this guy comes running out of the field and he's shaking his arms back and forth going, no, no, no. And so we landed in this airstrip on a field. Like You actually really landed. Yes. And there was, we were at the top of a mountain. So it's like, we, it was a big disaster. Durango is like. Yes, yeah, really that's high. Kind of scary. It was just a disaster. You know, there's no cell phones back then. Yeah. And we we're in an airstrip, so it took a million years to get buses up there to take the passengers. So we fly tents, we were cross utilized. So we're down there in the holds, pulling out everybody's luggage and then getting them on the bus. And then we had to get on the bus and they had to leave the plane there while they tried to decide how to take off because it was so short. Yeah. I used to call it cross brutalized yes we were cross brutalized <laughs> brutalized uh-huh so anyway but he he still kept his job oh so and so when we didn't have flash union forward, back then yeah flash forward many years later whenever i see him i go hey remember that time we went to durango he goes shh don't talk about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah crazy how far were you away from how far did they have to bust you down to oh, was it even close 20 or th- no 20 30 minutes oh wow because it was up on a mountain yeah that's why we couldn't take off again. You were stuck on a mountain. Was it supposed to be return? Or were you supposed to stay the night anyways? In- we were spending the night in oh, Durango, okay. but... Did they get the plane over there and then still take the same plane home? No, we, we... I don't know. I can't remember what we ended up doing. But that plane sat there for a couple of days while oh, they tried wow. to figure it yeah. out. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I just thank God you're sitting here with me today. Yeah. <laughs> or us today. I'll tell yeah. you which pilot it is later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, Carolyn, why don't you tell us how you got into aviation? Well, it was actually a dare. A dare? A dare. What? I had, my daughter was three, and my stepmom and her brother were like, oh, there's this new airline, and it's really hard to get on, and so I think you should interview, and I was like, nah, I don't think, you know, my daughter was young, I didn't want to, didn't sound interesting to me, so I was just like, they go, it's really, really hard, and you probably won't get it anyway, so you should go for the interview. And so I was like, all right, well, okay, I'll do it. And so we all three interviewed. I was the only one that got the job. (laughs) (laughs) So all three of you interviewed? I didn't know that. (laughs) All three of us interviewed. I was the only one that got the job. The person who doesn't want it. Yeah. Right? You had to be 23 at the time. And so I was October 1st, my birthday. So I started class October 16th. Meanwhile, I'm scared, shaking in my boots. She's like, oh, I see you just turned 23. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like they were going to 
you, you thought you send were me packing, boot. right? I thought I was going to get the boot. Anyway, she scared the crap out of me. And so there, there it is, 36. That's funny. 36 years later. So you still love it after all these years? I do. It's, it's kind of like watching the Sally Jesse Raphael show. A lot. When she would interview the, the hookers. <laughs> and she says, I'm just addicted to being a hooker. So it's kind of like the same Yeah, she's just thing. addicted to be a flight attendant. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, you get into this thing when you get to work, you become this whole different person. I, I really do think that you have to, you know, put on this whole different persona than you do at home. And it's it's kind of addicting. Yeah, and she's a really good flight attendant. So I really enjoy flying with you. because I enjoy flying with you because you've saved babies. <laughs> and we did a code red together. Oh, we did do. Oh, right. Remember oh, that? Let's tell Tyler that story. Okay, it's funny. It's not funny, but it's no. It was funny. Yeah. So um, I was on a cart. And we were coming back from Hawaii. Yeah. And it was at night, and uh, we were doing our beverage service. And I got back into cabin D. Yeah. So of the seven fifty seven right past 25 and so i lean over and i say to this guy and his, his wife the guy's on the island his wife is next to him and i said what can i get you to drink he goes i think i'll have a and he goes boom and just falls over and she goes oh my gosh oh my gosh he hasn't been feeling well and he's just totally unconscious and i'm by myself on the cart i'm, yeah. by, I'm by myself and so i and run I'm over to the phone. trash from the front because i was working business first class. class yeah and the two working the cart are in the middle you know just still doing their gig and laura gets on the PA mm-hmm. in her phone and says, code red. 25 Charlie. 25 Charlie. <laughs> and I was like picking up trash and I was like, oh, now the cart is in between us and the two are just still serving drinks, still serving drinks. <laughs> and I go, she, did you not hear Laura just called code red? And they go, what? Oh, like, <laughs> then they, they come didn't hear back. Anything. <laughs> they didn't hear anything. But meanwhile, that we had a cute young physician on board, and she came. She heard that, and she so she was back there already working on him. By the time those two crew member came, because they couldn't hear it, they just, they're both retired now. By the way, just they, so you know, they couldn't hear. They couldn't hear. <laughs> I'm like code red, 25 C. They didn't have their headphones in. They weren't the young with the flat. Yeah, no. Their they're both really retired. <laughs> it's true. They're retired. <laughs> anyway, he was. He came too, and he was. We just had to keep watch him the rest of the flight. Right. But that was pretty funny. What can I get you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Carolyn had a really great story about a trip she did by herself to meet up with a friend. So tell me about that. I think it was 1992. My son was like four and my daughter was nine. And my friend, family friend, like more like a mother, her and her husband and another couple were doing... Uh, Istanbul, and then they went to the south of France, and uh, the three of them had to get back to work, and she did not, and she wanted to go to Paris. So she called me up, and she said, can you meet me in Paris? And I was like, I've never been to Paris, and let alone floating to Paris by myself. Without these children. with Or my husband. And so uh, I said to my husband at the time, I'm like, do you care if I fly to Paris? <laughs> <laughs> for four days and he's like no i got phoenix continental which we got a hot breakfast to houston then i got on those were the days yeah everybody got a hot breakfast phoenix houston on continental and then we went i waited and i went to paris 
on Air France, Charles de Gaulle. Oh, I was lost when I got there. It was like, I have to get a taxi. I ended up meeting up with her. It was short, but fabulous trip. Like we went to the Louvre. We went and had dinner in the Eiffel Tower. We went uh, on the scene. We went on a cruise. I didn't um, even know you could eat in the Eiffel Tower. It's, well, one of the restaurants is very expensive. And it's a long, you know, like you have to book like, I don't know how oh, many yeah. months in advance. But this is like a restaurant in the Eiffel Tower. And one of the... That'd be um, really cool. Did you know about that? Uh, it may, I've never been up it because we were talking about it was such a quick trip. But yeah. uh, that'd be really cool. Well, there's pigeons everywhere in Paris. Yeah. And one of the menu items was pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> and I also learned... If when you order water, you order gas or no gas, and I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm very educated with the gas or no gas. In it's for water to know for water yes. <laughs> for water. Would you like gas or no gas? And I'm like, I prefer no gas, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but this is one of one of those wonderful things we get to do as an airline employee. You know, is just run over there for four days. Yeah. On a lark, yeah. you know, which other people really couldn't do. Yeah. yeah. So you just, you just flew standby over there. Yeah. You flew. Oh, yeah. Cool. And then on the way home, uh, she's, she wanted me to come to LAX. Uh, she lives in, or- she's passed away since, but uh, she wanted me to come to LAX and then go to her house in Orange County. And then that flight was over, rest- you know, weight restricted. And so I went to Dulles. Because you guys, the airline at the time, you guys didn't fly over there, right? Because that was before even the merger, the first merger, right? That's right. right. So there, yeah. there was no way for, so that was nice that we could have that. America West. Right. Yeah. And at the time, Boat America West was flying out of Dulles. Mm-hmm. So what was your favorite thing in Paris? Oh, well, the Louvre is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And on the boat ride on the scene was amazing. Did you have it a dinner just, or just on the scene? I think we a had meal? a dinner. I think we did. That's kind of fun. I think we did the dinner cruise. Yeah. And um, everything was just amazing. It was overwhelming. We went down into the catacombs. Okay. And so that was pretty cool. And what, then we what went are catacombs. To the, that's where the buildings are built up above. Uh-huh. And so th- there's like dead people down there. Oh, is it like? It smells like dead people. They're like tombs? Yeah. They have like the catacombs. skulls that you can see. Like I've seen pictures, but I've never been there. It's, I wanted to do that. It's one of the things like you. It smells like dead people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like musty and stuff, but it's down Did underneath the ground. Did you see dead people? Well, no. Skulls. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a lot of pigeons, though. <laughs> and I didn't want not, not want to eat pigeon. <laughs> so you would definitely recommend the Louvre. And would yes. You, how many days? It's amazing. I got the pictures. I sent you pictures yeah. that I got there. Did you get us a whole day there? Because it's so big. My wife and I did it for our yeah. five And we did like a half day because we had so much to do. Right. But we could have spent a day or two days there because yeah, it's, it's so big. It's so big. We saw the Mona Lisa and a few things. Right. And then we left because we like we got to keep going. But yeah, I definitely could go back and spend a day or two there. Yes. Was there a big line for the Mona Lisa? Yeah. Well, there's always people there. I think after that. And getting to... we. My wife was always like on top of it. She found a way to buy tickets ahead so we could get right in. She's so, so good, yeah, Katie. She's a good planner. So. That's good. We always need a good planner. Yeah, when you're traveling. Carolyn, tell Lara. us tell us about this story about that couple and their baby on your flight. Okay. So, <laughs> night flight home from the Hawaiian Islands. I don't know. Okay, we should probably preface it with Carolyn really prefers to only do the Hawaii flights. 
Yes. That's why I know Tyler and Monique have been on your flights before. Yeah. They, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. That, that was such a, for us, it's so easy from Phoenix because we have so many directs mm-hmm. for the whole time I've been working. And so, I'm, yeah, that's what you do a lot of. It's a good chance. So. Yeah. So you were on a night flight coming back. Yes. <laughs> and this couple with a young baby came and asked me if I minded if they both went into the bathroom. <laughs> into the lavatory. The lavatory. You mean like at the same time? Yeah, at the same time. And I said... Mile High Club. I don't see anything. Mile High Club. Alert. Mile High Club. <laughs> they just left their baby on the seat. <laughs> <laughs> and they went in the bathroom. And I'm in the back gallery. And I'm like, that couple just went in the bathroom together. So then all of all the flight attendants like looking out the curtain. Yeah, I was just like... So on landing, I was sitting at the by the bathroom in front of the emergency exit row and the lady looks at me and she said like we didn't see them go in the bathroom together did we all and I mad like, at you i was like um i just it's gonna be a beautiful day in phoenix <laughs> <laughs> she's judging them <laughs> two went in and three came out <laughs> <laughs> they left the baby asleep on the See, just left it. It must have been a really important bathroom. But they didn't even ask you to watch the baby. No, they didn't ask me to watch their baby. They just left it. <laughs> so on like the triple sevens, they have the big bathroom, right? But it wasn't a big bathroom, right? No, this is seven five. This so is people a small know, like, bathroom. Yeah. It's and creative. these were not small people. <laughs> it's great. Even when I've been in there with like a baby, they change a the baby. It's hard to move around. Like they put the t- tray down, and yeah, I can I imagine being in there with another adult. I could not. I mean, I just remember. Like snakes on a plane. Okay, we'll probably have to mark this episode E for explicit, but yes. it's a mile high. Tyler, <laughs> mile high club, yes or no? You want to call there? No, I want you, no, I want you to add, uh, answer. Have you, are you joined a the high? Are you a member? No. No? <laughs> I can understand wanting after like being around my kids for a couple of days, want to go in the lab and like have a break from them. He's <laughs> <laughs> using the lavatory for different things. <laughs> But no, like His sanity. Yeah, <laughs> Tyler, I'm a little disappointed. Did I, is that does it happen a lot? I mean, you guys of the people Carolyn, going there. Are you a member of the Mile High Club? I sure am. Laura, are in you the a fli- member in the flight deck? And the flight deck in the well. Let's let's preface this with Carolyn was married at one time to a pilot, <laughs> to a captain. So oh my gosh. So and I am member of the Mile High Club. I will tell you that. Yeah. But of course, my husband's a flight attendant, so. There you go. But in the lavatory, like the bunks, we've joked about the bunks. Oh, the we bunks joke about the bunks. Sense. No, no, it was a lavatory. Oh. My friend was, tried to have sex with her boyfriend in the bunks, and she said it, no. Oh, really? There's no room. More than the, not more than the lavatory? Oh, I think you could use a sink that's on the lavatory. Like, oh. get up on the sink or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to talk. You could just put a foot up on the... Okay, you're going to have to mark this episode E for explicit. <laughs> it's so dirty, though. The it's disgusting. They're always just dirty. Well, you don't want to touch anything. You just kind of put your leg up. How do you anyway. not when you're... I guess I'm a big guy, and so just myself in there. But. Okay, so so we're talking for you, the 777 by door two, aircraft left. 787, yeah. door two, aircraft right. There you go. That has more room. Big, big bathroom. You should... And the, I'll show you where that big bathroom is. That's why I always go find that one. <laughs> even just to use it, it's always it's so tight in the other ones. I couldn't imagine doing, I couldn't imagine leaving my baby either. Like, even when I have to go to the bathroom, I'm like, just leaving your baby there. Well, I just want to tell you the baby was asleep. That's still, like. <laughs> you would. That is really weird. They left their baby. Yeah. 
Well, I don't know how long it took, but it maybe it didn't take very long. So it was okay for them yeah. to leave their baby. <laughs> Jake would probably come knock on the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My kids. <laughs> Daddy, <laughs> mommy, what are you doing in there? He'd be wandering through the whole plane. Are what tips do you have? You have tips. Um, actually, Caroline has a very good tip. Oh, good. She just recently actually used a buddy pass because we talked about this a couple episodes, how we don't really loan out the buddy passes any longer because it's kind of hard to, you know, for them to get on. They're hard to get on. They're not, yeah. for our line, they're not great prices. Right. Like we talked, I, our um, friends flew on United recently and they're, they showed me the prices and it was like a third of our prices for business class and stuff. It's like, wow. Yeah. In our airline, it's just, I feel like they haven't. I don't, know why, I don't know why they're so high. but They haven't balanced out? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like even my in-laws will, call, will ask me, hey, can I have a buddy pass? And I said, to Salt Lake or something small. I'm like, just get on Frontier. It's cheaper. Yeah. It's guaranteed. And guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. Just go buy a ticket. There's yeah. Beauty in that. Well, um, so you had a friend. Yeah. So he lives in California, Burbank area, and her, his girlfriend lives over by me in Chandler. And... She was really upset because he couldn't come for um, Valentine's Day or because the waste management was going on in oh, Super yeah. Bowl. So the tickets were so high. Yeah. And I said, you know, and I never offer buddy passes. Like I haven't for years. And so I was like, you know, I, I have buddy passes. He can go. It's like it was $44 each way out mm-hmm. of Burbank and it's 20 minutes from his house. And um, I said, but you are on standby. Like, that means there has to be a seat for you yeah. to get on. And you're the bottom of the barrel. Like, you know, D1, D2, it. right? Yeah. yeah. Parents. So anyway, um, I said, go get a box of chocolates. Because he's never flown standby before. He he didn't know how it worked. I said, introduce yourself. Tell the, him you're here for standby agent. to the gate agent. And give him a box of chocolates. These are for you. And then you sit right by the gate. And you do not leave... Until that airplane is in the air. And so he did. He gave her a box of chocolates. And she said, you know, the flight is 100% full. Like, you're probably not going to get on. And he's like, he goes, okay, well, because I told him, you know, drive to LAX. There's plenty of flights. The flights look good if you don't get on this flight. Yeah. So anyway, um, he's sitting there. He's wearing a group text. And he, he says, the gate agent just closed the door. And she said, don't move, stay here. I'm going to go see how many empty seats, if we have any empty seats on the airplane. And so he did. And then the next thing I know, he sent a picture of himself on the airplane, a selfie. (laughs) He goes, "Uh, pictures uh, better than words. Yeah, a thousand thousand words. Three people came late to the aircraft. And they had closed the door 10 minutes prior. So that's how he made it on. He got on. Nice. He got yeah. on. Because they, see, this is just the thing is, it's, sometimes it's just so weird like that. Yeah. I mean, here it was 100% and he's, you know, D3. Right. And yet he got on. Yeah. yeah. So her tip is? Bring chocolates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You always and bring donuts. I do, but. She but, always brings something to the gate when we're going to recurrent or yeah. wherever. She's always bring something. You're very Caroline thoughtful. is my my recurrent partner. We always go oh, recurrent so you're every year. Always go back. Okay. Yeah, but her tip is also to never leave the gate area. Never. Yeah, so I said just try. I mean, if you want to try, it, you wouldn't have gone on. But it just sometimes, even if it looks bad, just go try. Right. Mm-hmm. But so. my dad taught me that actually, 
because he's 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 the one that told me I could never quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> Parents like right. yeah. We've had a lot a couple times people say, yeah, you can't quit. Right. My dad goes, isn't it time for you to retire? I go, well, then you don't get any benefits. And he goes, oh, you can't retire. You're not retiring. <laughs> yes. He's like, no. <laughs> he, um, he said, don't ever leave the gate until that airplane is like out of your sight because anything can happen. And, and he's a, one of the luckiest non-rubbers ever. But he also figured out how to sleep in the airport chairs, okay. like under the arms. Yeah. He's like, I does, figured that out, how to sleep in the chairs. Does he wiggle under the arms? I don't know. But well, I'm going to ask your dad next time I see him. Yeah. He brings a sleeping bag. He's got it. He's got it down. Well, nice. He uses the benefits quite a bit then? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very nice. And he's like 78. He's like, I don't care. I'll sleep in the airport. I don't care. <laughs> so here's my tip. My tip is for people that are traveling with a baby and they're afraid their baby's going to cry. Um, I've had passengers come on board with their little babies and they pass out little Ziploc bags of candy. And there's a little note inside that Ziploc bag that says, hi, my name is Haley and I'm only seven months old and I'm teething right now. So I'm so sorry if I cry. Well, if I cry during the flight, please suck on these, you know, Jolly Ranchers or whatever while I'm, while I'm crying and I apologize. Yeah. And sometimes they put earplugs in there too, in the little Ziploc bag. That's cute. And, I th- and it's really cute. And I've never just, seen that. Yeah, and they pass it around to the, the people, the passengers around them. That's a great idea. It's yeah. like it disarms them, you know. Instead, usually when they, people walk up with a baby, I can see the babies, the people going. <gasps> and I think it's more stressful for the parent than it is for the Way people more, around way more because stressful they're for freaking the out when well, their baby cries everyone has the noise headphones now and then you can block out a lot of that sound anyway so uh, it is more i think for the parent i hate it when my kids are the noisy ones and so you said they're pretty good but i used to use dimatap to knock them out a little bit works yeah mine are pretty good but yeah but uh yeah i i understand that from the parent is it's harder because I, I don't want my kid kicking chairs or being the one that's destructive at all even though people understand like do you have kids but they don't like the kicking of the chairs, though. No, no that's no. So I, I do. I, I, I hate it too. My chairs getting kicked, so I make sure my kids are. Yeah, or when I had a guy and going to Kona, and the kid was, and the guy just went off like crazy, crazy. just boo and I, yelling bad language to the child. Yeah, that's fire un- truck. That's unacceptable. Yeah, he used the word truck. fire truck. He yeah. used a lot of words. I'm like, that's unacceptable. I think we moved the family away from him. What's your tip, Tyler? Uh, I'm going to ask you a question for more tips from you because you go to Hawaii a lot. And my mm-hmm. family's yes. Where I don't like to say before because if I if like if I say stuff on the show, then my trips don't happen. So oh, okay. <laughs> but we are planning on going to Hawaii after Chicago someday. So you said you like to get out and do stuff. You don't yeah. just you go to the same beach every time, or do you like to explore the whole islands? And do you have anywhere in same on Maui? Maybe uh, uh, something you, you found that's kind of unique or different than maybe the normal? Lahaina Zoo. Okay. Oh, I didn't even know that. Well, Jimmy's, my son-in-law's friends own it, and we got a private tour. It's really cool. It's beautiful up there. They got little, your kids can pet the little ponies, and the goats come out, and they're all, like, happy, and let you pet them and feed them. Very cool. Yeah. It's, it's nice. I'd never heard of it, yeah. Yeah, it's Lahaina a, Zoo. It's always a good idea to ask your flight attendants. Too when you're going in somewhere, what's what what to do, where to eat. 
because okay. the flight attendants know. Another thing is, I think you guys might be there in time for whale watching. Yeah, the tail the end of yeah, whale. Tail, yeah. Uh huh. Are you gonna do that? We, we thought, I, I thought about it, but we haven't talked about it. We've been so busy with other things. But yeah, that's you get an airline something. discount. Airline just discount. So you know. Oh really? Yep. Um, Flash that badge everywhere you go. We usually take the blue, the blue rafting company. Uh huh. I have that phone number for you. Yeah. Oh really? Uh huh. They give it's like fifty five dollars or some airline discount. Oh cool. Yeah, I've done it before, and it's awesome. We've never done it with kids, though, so because yeah. we have uh, down to a, what eighteen month. So I'm not sure how. Mm. I, yeah, I don't know the age. Baby Lola. But uh, the boys would like probably that. love it out there. I, the I'd boys like would like take it. my camera, and take pictures of them too. Now that I've got a nice camera, but yeah, it'd be fun. That's something we definitely do. Because yeah, it is towards the end, right? Because they start March, Tax April. Day. They start, they start to, going away. Yeah, so in April, so we should be still be good. I know one time we went and we followed one the whole time because it was like the last week they were doing it. So, but uh, yeah, in, in the heat of it, they're everywhere in Maui. It's yeah, it's pretty cool. One of yeah. my favorite things to do in you Maui. You can see them from the shore. Yeah, yeah, too. They're, yeah they're yeah. everywhere. They're so cool. So don't forget your binoculars. Yeah, you're packing. My husband just came with me to Maui. He always brings his binoculars. Always. There's a good tip for you. It's it, a good tip. Is he a good? Is he bother you or is he fun to have with you? <laughs> Is he needy Do you want on to know the flight? truth? <laughs> no, actually, he got up front. He comes um, with you a lot. He has he packs his own food. He has his own download movies, and he brings his own vodka. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. He's training for a triathlon right now, so he's not drinking, which is no fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> but he just came with you last week. Oh. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I yeah. That's fun though to get to do that. Here, about pilot wives with the pilots, but have someone to come well, spend the used, time with you. Yeah, he used to work on the ramp, so he okay. knows a lot of airline people okay. that still work for us. Yeah. So it was great because a couple of them flew in the next day because we have to take a nap because we fly home. Yeah. It's all nighter. Yeah. We have to be up all night, and so they entertained them while I slept. Okay. So it was great. Yeah. It was perfect. One time when I was flying with um, Carolyn and we were doing a Maui and her husband was with her at two o'clock in the morning, the fire alarm went off. Oh. I go running down the hall to her room and like nobody's coming out. Like I'm running down to her and I'm like pounding on her door going, Carolyn, Brian, fire, fire. And, and she opens the door and she looks at me. She goes, there's no fire. Just come in here. So she grabs me and pulls me in there. And, so, and then she goes, just, just lay down. You'll be fine. And so Brian, Carolyn, and then me. Uh, and she goes, just lay down here. Just, sh- 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 it's okay. It's okay. Because I'm like all panicky. Fire, fire. And she's like, no, shh, shh, shh. So they fall asleep. So then the next morning I'm talking to my husband. I go, yeah, so then this, this is what happened. He's like, what? What? <laughs> We we were all dressed. It was fine. <laughs> we had our pajamas on. But no fire. No, no fire. fire. But the alarm had been going off at the hotel oh. randomly like that for a bit, like different times. And so I knew it was a false yeah. false alarm. But I was so panicky. <laughs> She's not out. Carolyn, fire. <laughs> it, was, it was really cute. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Another tip is don't ever drink out of the hotel glasses unless you wash them first. They just wipe them out with. They, the I watched towel. watched them wipe it out with the towel. They just, and just take put one of the them, towels. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, my husband on that trip was making me coffee 
in the mugs and I flipped out. I'm like, what are you doing? Sometimes there's lipstick still on the mugs. Oh, well, mine would definitely be still on the mugs. But he goes, don't worry, I washed them. I washed them. I go, I've seen the way they clean those cups. Like, do not, do not drink out of them without washing them. Yeah. Oh, that's gross. I it's gross. Do, yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a, I heard flight attendants will like uh, check the bed for bugs or what do you Oh, yeah. Do I had a cockroach kind of? in my bed the other night. Oh, wow. But that's Hawaii. I mean, right. there's lots of bugs in well, Hawaii. Well, we flying cockroaches in Hawaii. They fly. They fly. But you it flew nice right in our bed. It, I mean, it was. Yeah, it's nice. So. But we had the lanai. We had the door open. So, because we were sitting on the lanai. So, um, I could see where a cockroach would get in. But oh. Brian went to bed first because I was waiting to check him in. And I heard, I saw him like slapping the bed, like doing this and doing that. I'm like, what is, I thought it was a moth. He goes, there's a cockroach in our bed. A cockroach. <laughs> Those are good tips. Thank you. Yeah. We're looking forward to Chicago. Come yeah. see us. We're, I, I can't wait to see you and meet all of you in person. Yeah, this week, March 6th. So uh, let us know if you're coming. Uh, it's going to be fun. I just want to thank you, Laura, for forcing me to do this and actually coming to pick me up at my house. To make sure that to you make came. sure I was here, <laughs> it's been a lot of fun, and thank you for uh, thinking of me. Oh yeah, you're very fun. Yeah, that's what Laura said. She's had a few people. You're definitely one that she talked about. The, the lady I go to training with. That's what yes, you good though. Recurrent. Yeah. I'm a lady now. Yeah. Ooh. But yeah, she, when she said um, she landed from Maui, and I was yesterday, and I was like, I was there. I took pictures. Well, I, mean, I, gotta see I know. She sent it to me. Tyler took the picture. It's it was so awesome. Fun. Tyler takes pictures of your plane. Yeah. Well, Tyler, to, that's how we met, is he was taking pictures, and I liked his pictures, and then nice. he started taking pictures. That's a good plane. picture. Fun hobby for me, so. Nice. But, uh, yeah, thanks, everyone, for listening, and thanks for being our guest. You've been Thank great. You. So, even if you're I appreciate forced. you guys. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys uh, in Chicago. We're going to see you in Chicago. Chicago. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.